welcome everyone to a brand new Ian Hates Movies. Kelly, what the fuck? My name is Ian. <laughs> and I'm Kelly. There you go. I like to hear some laughter there. Yes. <laughs> we are finally back in our original form. Ian and Kelly yeah. talking movies, talking Woo! shit. Ian hates movies. Ian hates love. Everything all comes together with Kelly by her weird wallpapered something. Uh, office up in the attic. Oh. Um, but currently changing locations very soon. Very excited. What the what? what? Where are you moving? Podcast will have an actual studio space. Woo! Fuck yeah. That's what I like yeah. to hear. Very yeah. nice. Well, Kelly, would you like to regale everyone with what you've been up to since the last Ian Hates movie, which I believe technically with you <laughs> was fucking She's the Man. Uh, Yeah, it was. Way, way back when. Um, Shit. We kind of took the summer off, uh, well, ladies and gentlemen. You took the bit. summer off. I didn't take the summer off. That's true. You've done some <laughs> stuff in between in between now and then. Kinda, um, sort of. I work. So and I travel for work. I don't work so either. That, that that makes stuff harder. <laughs> and now you travel for work, so I heard. I travel for work, and I do still two to three podcasts a week. Because his name's the the banner. That's why. Ian fucking hates. Yeah, pretty much. Hey Kelly, I wasn't able to tell you before. Bend the knee. Oh, I'm excited. <laughs> Where? No. What? Oh, hey oh. All right, so. Does that at least fill people in on why we were relatively absent? Sorry if it doesn't, but we're here now. So praise be thy podcast of moviesness. Wow. That Welcome. was inspirational. Because it's leading up to Ren Fair season. Oh, yeah. I forgot. That's what you fucking love, right? Fuck yeah. I'm saying a lot of fucks because the movie we're going to talk about said well, a lot of fucks. It's just magical. <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's a fun teen angsty kind of romance right which is what i thrive on absolutely <laughs> hence she's the man well tell me before we get into all that is death note hmm. tell me about the Renfair thing are we doing king richard's fair holy crap are you throwing your name into this particular hat because that'd be cool i'm not fucking dressing up but i normally go to Lame. Renfair Lame. once a year yeah the one kid who looks like a viking won't show won't dress up i see how it is cool Awesome. Yeah, that's right. Deal. Cool. I'd love to. I think we should review it and then um, A Knight's Tale will com- combine the that two. That movie fucking blows. Yeah, it does. So you want to go to Renfair, review said Renfair, and then talk about A Knight's Tale? Yeah, I mean, we can, we can, we, this will, Game of Thrones will be over with. So we don't have to worry about any of that kind of crap seeping into it. Uh, yeah, I mean, or we could always do the amazing Kevin Costner's Robin Hood. No. With, with your handsome uh, uh, Christian Slater that you love so much. I do love Christian Slater, but I'm still not doing Same. that movie. When uh, we go to Renfair, can I bring my sword? Can I bring my Jon Snow sword? Yes. Okay. You want I can even make something so you don't have to actually carry it. Oh, come on. Like, I don't have a sheath? Please. <laughs> Please, Kelly. Come on. Who the fuck are hey, you talking to? All I see is from, like, the chest up. I have no idea what you're wearing under all this. Yeah, it's done on purpose. Yeah. <sighs> I want you to be focused on the show. That's what it is. Yep. yep. <laughs> All right, Kelly. Tell everyone about the crazy movie that we're talking about because you want to see Spider-Man one more time before we talk <laughs> about it. 
Yeah. So technically we saw it when it opened and that was a really, really long time ago. I'm surprised it actually is still in the theaters, but then it's Marvel. So of course it's still in the theaters. Um, um, so I need to do that again. Cause I remember not enough to talk about. So I could do the whole movie right now, which I mean, I just like let you do this whole thing anytime. I just like to add little blips and it's nice. It's relaxing for me. This is a fun hobby for me <laughs> when you do that. I'm glad it's a hobby for you yet. It's like my passion chore mm-hmm. right no passion that's the word i was looking for yeah there you go um yes so he gave me two other options the other one still requires me to go to the movie theater <laughs> and that wasn't happening today so netflix it was and um all my amazed anime lovers out there pretty much told me fuck no don't watch that movie but here i am sitting through it just for you muffin muffin i'm going slightly appropriate for right now It'll get worse as we go on. Yes, everyone. We are talking about the made-for-Netflix movie Death Note. <laughs> I was... See, but when you said... No, no. Because it's a made-for-your-two-ninety-nine-Walmart bin. Look, I was super excited when I heard that they were doing this movie to begin with. We're going to talk about this, not giving away all the anime spoilers, but... I have watched all the anime, all 37 episodes, multiple times. Death Note is one of my all-time favorite animes. But what's weird is I'm not as angry as everyone else is, and normally I am the angriest one. Go on. Well, what I would like to hear first is why didn't your anime-loving friends enjoy the movie? Did they say in generalities? Um, I think the quote for today was because it fucking sucks. Um, so oh, that's great. as far as that's as far into it as I get with them because I'm like, yeah, I don't have 40 minutes to waste on crap that I don't really know because you're gonna make references to stuff because I haven't seen the animes where I'd be like, oh, okay, means nothing to me. So if I had actually seen them, then I would have argued the points. But here's a given: anytime there is a movie made of a show that is 30 fucking seven episodes long. Of course, the show is going to be better than the movie. It's the same as when a book is made and a movie is made from the book. You know, they do the whole adaptation thing. The movie is most likely not as good as the book. Yeah, but you can still take a concept from a book and and make it a functional movie. I think when you have an idea of what this, this particular story is, it doesn't suit a movie format. It would suit better... I mean, obviously, it's a good anime, so it's great cartoon format, but I could see you drawing this into, like, an HBO miniseries and making it more doable than what they kind of made it into because it had a very Krampus meets Twilight for me feel. Well, first of all, we love Krampus. Yes, you do. No, I'm pretty sure you were on board for that movie as well. Uh, Don't uh, shake your head and then not tell people. Remember, we're uh, on a podcast now. We had to tell people. there. Yeah, eh, it was an eh for me. I watched Krampus again. That movie is fucking great. That movie is great sound quality wise, the actual characters, everything about that movie is spot on. Cool. It's like a new Christmas classic for me. I will be watching it every single year. That's fucking right, Kelly. It's <laughs> fucking right. But here's the thing. Oh my, wow. I am going to ask you about how you feel being an outsider. Mm to this anime and now Death Note, I will say for sure, please don't get me wrong, I would have loved if Netflix would have done this as a live action series and not a movie. Yeah. 
for sure. It would have been it's a, that, that concept doesn't give you enough to appreciate what's happening, where it just kind of feels like a cheap horror movie. And I don't care about the characters because you didn't give me enough information behind them to really enjoy them. I don't agree. I cared about the characters, but maybe I was transferring some of their essence yeah. from the anime. Yeah. It's possible. But I will say, Mia in the movie is different from Misa in the books in her entire arc. But she is one of the better characters in the movie. Okay. But yes, I know many people are like, I can't believe I wasted my time with this movie. I have Alex from Black Garden saying, you know, he doesn't understand why the why Light had to be bullied in order to make the story work, that it just doesn't feel like Death Note to him. But to me, the whole ends justify the means lesser of two evils plays out in this movie, at least to me. And that is what no. Death Note was about. Yeah, no, and I can absolutely see that. That's um, I agree with you on that. Um, but the problem is, is unless when you're a hardcore person, it's really hard, especially with it being anime, that is Japanese based. Um, those are very different cultures, so you still have to sell it to the Americans. So that was why he had to be bullied, and it's in Seattle. Agreed. Now, that is true. So Seattle brings up the whole Twilight thing. Even Twilight. I know that. I didn't fucking Twilight. see the books. I didn't see the movie. I think I said see the books. I didn't read the books. I didn't see the movies. I still know that it took place in Seattle. But here's the thing, too. I saw some articles saying, oh, no, here they go again. Americans whitewashing Death Note. Calm the fuck down. L is not an African-American in the animes. So is that whitewashing? They wanted to make an anime movie that was more relatable to Americans. So they put it in Seattle. Even in the fucking anime, they mention that when the Death Note falls down and Light picks it up, everything's written out in English because Ryuk says, hey, English is the language that everyone in the world knows. In animes, people who are Japanese look white. That's it's anime. That's what yeah, it is. Like that's true. I, I'm so sick of it. Just judge it by its content. Now you might not like the content, but it certainly wasn't whitewashed. It just wasn't. It's just something to bitch about. It's just it's it's white noise. Like I Oh, Kevin Costner. No, not Kevin Costner. Oh, oh oh who was it? It's uh Michael Keaton. There you go. Yeah, Spider-Man. Yeah. Woo, Vulture. Vulture. <laughs> we'll get to that for sure next episode or the episode next, whatever. We'll make it work. We will. So let's talk about Death Note then. Okay. 37 episodes, anime. It was a manga before that. I did not read the manga. I watched the entire anime multiple times. There are subtle differences I have read. The ending is slightly different, but the concept is the same. So there's really not that much of a difference, at least from what I've read, between the manga and the anime. The movie here is much different from the anime, but I think the concept is still the same. All right. Would you be able to say that just based on what you know? I have, like, I have no point of reference for the anime. I know it's based on it, so I can't say, well, clearly they're taking it from this, but... The, the story and the point of the story is very clear. I just wish that it had been expanded over multiple versus just a movie. Sure. It's an hour and 40 minutes long as well. Yep. So really, that would take three anime episodes. Maybe. Maybe four. And you said there's 37? Yes. Yeah. So they go through a lot. But I think in concept-wise, and I'm going to say concept a lot because I think that's important, 
the death note is a notebook that comes into the human world. And when you write down someone's name, if you picture their face and you write their full name, they will die. Right. And then depending on how you describe the manner of death can depend on how long they live before they die. Right. You can control them for 48 hours. I think it's different in the anime. I may be a little off. I think it's a little different. You can control people. I just don't remember a timeline. Okay. But then also, if you don't write a cause of death, they die by heart attack. (laughs) Dealer's choice. Well, you have to say dealer's choice. Otherwise, it's heart attack. Attack. Which is why that is one of the things in the movie we'll get to. I don't think that meant anything. It was just funny that Ryuk thought it meant something. It definitely didn't. Because whether... Well, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Okay. I enjoyed Willem Dafoe as the voice of Ryuk. (laughs) No. What? I thought he was perfect. No. Hobgoblin. Yes. No, that's all I heard. Well, since you didn't watch the anime, Ryuk is a crazy demon. So the voice works. Okay. But I guess we should mention that. We're saying Ryuk. We're saying a bunch of people that no one knows. Right. Ryuk is a Shinigami which is a death god. Yes. In the anime, he is in the death god world, and he's bored as fuck. So he goes, oh, I'm going to take the death note, which is what Shinigami's death gods write people's names to die, and he drops it willy-nilly into the human world. Light Yagami in the anime, Light Turner in the movie, ends up finding it and then starts writing names in it. Now... There is a significant difference between the anime and the movie, where in the movie, Light doesn't kill anyone with the book until Ryuk shows up. And there's that whole scene where he's like freaked out and blah, blah. In the anime, I think if I'm not mistaken, Light has killed like 40-something people by the time Ryuk shows up. And then he just falls off his chair. And then he's like, oh shit, I already knew you were coming. Look how fucking awesome and godlike I am. I'm going to make Kira a literal god in this world. Right. Where in the movie, Light is a bullied teenager. He's assumed to be smart because they threw in like, oh, he's doing other people's homework for money. And then later on, they mentioned something about him also being intelligent. In the anime, he's a fucking genius. Like he's in high school, but he's a genius. He's not bullied. He hates people that bully people. But he's kind of a popular kid, but he's so detached from society that he kind of stays away from it. So it's okay. a completely different tone. Yeah, set up. Yeah, for sure. And like Misa, who's Mia in the movie, Misa is way, way later in the anime. She's a supermodel slash huge actress. Like imagine like a Kim Kardashian type thing, but with talent. Like in right. the animes kind of thing. She's right. just She's beautiful and she gets all this acting work. She is so inspired by Kira that she actually ends up getting her own death note. And then he ends up telling her what to do with the death note. There's a whole bunch of stuff that goes into it. This is not the same thing. But I think Mia's character in the movie actually has a better arc. Yeah. She's a better character. She is a better character. Now, they didn't give her enough in the movie because it's only an hour and 40. Right. But it was just kind of funny. I remember watching it the first time and being like... That's not really the character that they were trying for. You know, she's a cheerleader who's, I guess, what would you call her, skanky? Yeah. Super hot, though, in my opinion. (laughs) Absolutely super hot. But she's, like, smoking a cigarette as she's being a cheerleader, and she kind of likes light already. 
but they don't really do anything. So she's the rebel cheerleader. Yes. But it's never called out. Like, oh, no. Mia, you're so a rebel. That doesn't happen. Yeah, No, it's not that bad. But so Light in the movie gets the Death Note. The Death Note, once again, seems like in the movie he's chosen. In the anime, he's not. It's just dropped because Ryuka's bored. Right. But they kind of follow the same arc because really Light is bored as well. Did you pick up that feeling that he's bored in the movie? I got it from both. I know for sure he was bored in the anime. I thought he was also bored in the movie as well. Interesting. Because I think he's disconnected from the school as a whole. Yeah, but teenagers are disconnected from school, period. Like, he was <laughs> bored. They're all bored. They don't want to be there. This is stupid. True. You haven't said anything false. That's right. for sure. Take a, he's a page out of Rick Sanchez, and <laughs> school is where dumb people go. Wubba lubba dub dub. Yeah. Pickle Rick. All right. Pickle Rick. So what did you think of his character? Another angsty teen who is given power that he doesn't know what really it is and decides to use it for good, quote unquote. But really only after a, a little bit of a vengeance twist. Well, sure. I think he did what anyone would do in a situation, which is kill the bully that preys on women. Okay. I don't know. Would you not do that? I don't like the, uh, personally, I, the book for me is a band-aid for people who think that they're tough and aren't. All right. So let's do this then. Yeah. Because this is what it's all going to lead to, right? We're going to talk about the movie, but we need to talk about the actual Death Note itself. Right. So if the Death Note fell in your hands, what would you do? Zero interest. It can sit in my attic for seven days. Even knowing what it can do. Yeah. Why? Um, I'll go back to Rick and Morty. Um, when you get cursed shit, bad shit happens to you. Like, I would much rather deal with the purge, go out and murder people myself that's on me. <laughs> Come on. Just write a name in a book. That's not it's, real. It's, no, th this is what this comes down to. This comes down to those the trolls who go on the internet and just talk shit. But if they were to actually go up to somebody in person, they'd shit their pants. Like, that's all. This is what this is. This is a band-aid. This is. But I'm talking about a notebook like in the movie that can actually kill people. Yeah, that makes you a pussy if you use it. Hey, we're going to talk about my favorite line later. All yeah. right. Okay. I was actually surprised. I thought you would have some diabolical scheme that you would use with the notebook. Okay. No. She's no, shaking her I head. Got nothing. Absolutely not. Um, no, then that's the first thing I thought of. I was like, because you don't have the balls to go and say something yourself. You're going to let some demonic thing that you think you control do this for you. Really? It's kind of the lazy way out of this i don't know i that's don't agree with your reasoning i don't because i think that's the same as saying like wishes are bullshit like magic wishes is bullshit. are bullshit magic is bullshit yes. if you had magic you wouldn't want to use it okay what's well, a very broad statement yeah because magic to some people statements. is science to other people no come on nah. come on miracles other people i'm a little surprised because i don't see that as that's the same as saying oh Okay, well, if I had the choice between a machine gun and a knife, I'm going to use a knife because that's more personal. Like, come on. No, that's, it's not. That's bullshit action movie action. stuff. No, 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 no. Because it's not a tool. I'm not looking at this you're as a tool because it's not a tool. <laughs> it's because a, a knife and machine gun are on the same level. It's you're still owning your actions because you're, you're the one utilizing that tool. I do not consider the notebook a tool. Really? See, I consider it the exact same thing as any weapon of mass destruction. That you're not there for, that it just happens. Yeah, but you specifically made it happen. 
if it wasn't for you, that wouldn't happen. No. Yes. No, 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 no. Okay. I'm agreeing <laughs> yeah. with you. Obviously, okay. it would happen because that's how this works. Yeah. But I don't feel like it's a way – it's a buffer. There's no way – you don't have to take responsibility for it. He's the one who ends up taking responsibility because he makes it into a God. If he never named it or never had those names come up. I do agree. And I think that was the problem, not only in the anime, but also in the movie, in the character itself, not in the writing, not in anything. The character light proclaims himself as a God. He says, I want people to know Kira. And for anyone who didn't watch the movie or didn't watch the anime, Kira is the name he goes by which in Japanese means basically killer. But that way people right. fear Kira because what you could think is, well, look, if you just write people's names in and they die of heart attacks, then who would know that someone's actually making this happen? You could probably go your whole entire life killing people on a regular basis and no one would know it was you. But when you make yourself a god and want people to fear you, that's where you make an issue out of having the notebook. No, absolutely. Because now you're also claiming responsibility based on your ego. If your ego wasn't like that, you wouldn't have made yourself into a god. And then technically you could have done this in a self-righteous way. I'm doing this because it's the good of everybody and nobody would ever know. The ends justify the means. And that right. was my original question to you. If you had the ability to have the notebook so you could do whatever you want with it, would you take it and kill bad people not make yourself out to be a god, but would no, you? Because I'm a sociopath, and I'd want <laughs> you the satisfaction of killing them myself. Oh, I'm so glad I do this show with you. <laughs> it's more fun this way. At sure. least I own it. People are like, no, I'm not. Let me rephrase that. Women are like, no, I'm not psycho. <laughs> no, they are. We all are. Oh, we're doing anti-women stuff again? Great. Yeah. We have gone right back into our normal swing of things. <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome. Yeah, you're welcome. Interesting. I, I don't know. Yeah. I wouldn't have thought that that was your answer, but you constantly surprised me. You're welcome. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, no, a absolutely. That's the one thing that kept crossing my mind where it's one of those. No, this is why I'd prefer the purge. I, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to own it and do it myself. I want you to see me when you die. They do mention multiple times in the anime as well. They do mention that Kira is a coward. Because he is not doing it technically himself or herself. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's such a huge power to wield. I don't know why anyone wouldn't want it because you do have the power to change the world for good. You're forgetting one thing. Humans are inherently evil. It won't go that way. Then you kill most of them then. That's true. Ooh, less traffic. Yeah, see? You do what Bill Burr says and get rid of the population. <laughs> Everyone can go to the Super Bowl. It's great. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but I think there is something about wanting to have that power to be able to judge people. But that's one of the big parts of the anime. And I think the movie, too, is should anyone have that ability to be God, to judge? And the answer is always no. No one should have that power. But can you argue that if you weren't corrupted by said power, that you couldn't make the world better? Then you're not human. But is that a bad thing? No, absolutely not. And that's the thing. If you were able to just kill the people that you knew for a fact were bad or evil or whatever, could you not quell other people from at least showing that they're bad or evil? Because that's what happens in the anime. As soon as Kira is gone, and that's different than the movie. Obviously, the movie is right. a lot different. Once Kira is gone, 
crime and murder skyrockets because they know there's no more Kira. But when he is in charge, when he is making himself known that he will kill bad people, the bad people fucking get in line. And is that not a good thing in some cases? No, it, it, we're talking on a utopian sense. If it's if it's set up in that regard, then of course that would be fine. But that's not how it works. I'm saying if you had the power, maybe you could make it work. Not you, I don't think. I no, think no, you, yeah, you'd be fuck, corrupted no. like fuck. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. Yeah. You'd be like, oh, so-and-so's not going to have sex with me? Country. Name down. No, no, no. I mean, I can abuse your body for 48 hours before you die. Works out great. That's true. And then you could burn the page. If you wanted to. No, it wouldn't be that good. Speak for yourself. <laughs> but by the way, that's a new rule, though, in the movie. That whole, you can put someone's name down once and have them do stuff, but then if you burn it before they die, then they don't actually die. But you can only do it once. Yeah, but that's still, it's a movie thing. It's not from the end. Right. By the way, does, there's, what, 28 rules? There's a shit ton. There are a shit ton of rules. Which don't touch on all of them. They kind of scan them, but don't really talk about them. Your voice kind of went in and out there, but yes, they don't touch on all of them. The main rules are the main rules. You don't really have to. It's only once the Death Note really becomes a cat and mouse game when it's in the anime. That's when you need to know those rules. In this movie, that's an hour and 40. You don't really need to know all those rules. Okay. Another rule they made up was if you leave the book for seven days it'll transfer to whoever else that also doesn't happen in the anime if you relinquish control of the death note you forget everything that happened while you had the death note which is used to their advantage later on when they're trying to fool people interesting another thing they say in the anime that they don't mention in the movie i believe if i'm not mistaken anyone who uses a death note can neither go to heaven or hell so they take the moral stuff out of it right away. So you're going to some type of purgatory, but you don't know what type of purgatory it is. You're just not going to heaven and you're not going to hell. So it's there to make sure like, oh, if I kill people, am I going to hell? Like, I don't want to do it. It's more now you kind of have the freedom if you're willing to sacrifice heaven. Right. It negates karma. Right. You know, the anime is going to obviously go into way more than the movie can. They also have something in the anime where you can pay half of your lifespan to be able to, whenever you see anyone as you're walking around, you can see their full name and that person's lifespan. (laughs) So this is match mixed connections, but on a deadly note. On a very deadly note, yes. But that's why the anime is so much like... Not procedural cop drama, but it is a detective show. That's what the anime is. In this one, you get a little bit of what L is, but this isn't an anime with fighting. This isn't Dragon Ball Z. It's not Bleach. It's not anything like that. This is a mystery. It's how is Light, who's a genius, going to outsmart this other detective who is sworn to find him, who is also a genius? Good Lord. But it's great. It's a great cat and mouse. And then you add in all the other mystical stuff to it as well. And you wonder, wow, how can L actually catch up? How can he, who's in this, what you assume to be, a far behind position to what Light is and what Misa is at the time as well. Where in this one, L, I think, was actually played very well 
by the guy from Get Out. Yep. I thought he did a very good job, and he's very anime-ish in the movie. You know, he's crouching on the chairs, never sitting down. He doesn't sleep. You know, his actions, I think his facial expressions are very well-suited to what Elle was like in the show. Though, Elle obviously has a lot more to do in the anime compared to the movie. And his fate is very different. Interesting. Yeah, for sure. At least what I would say is this movie should make you want to see the anime. Well, yeah, because you feel like you're missing more to the story. Right. And even with its conclusion with this movie, it's not satisfactory in that regard. Well, they left it very open. You're supposed to, I think, assume what happens. And we'll get to that for sure. It's a very steadfast ending in the actual anime and the manga as well. Oh, good. Yeah. Okay. Oh no, for sure. All the characters, you know, you'll if you ever whatever. I don't want to ruin right. it for anybody. But right. just know all the characters are fully developed. Light goes to college. That's how long he's Kira. He's Kira for fucking years. For like I think it's like 6 or 7 years. He's playing this game with L for fucking years. And then other people come into the situation. Like there's a lot that goes on in the anime. So obviously trying to condense it into an hour and 40 minute film does not fucking work. I'm not going to deny that. Well, do you think that what they should have done is just taken this concept, taken the idea of the the book and the demon and gone in a different way as opposed to taking these characters that everybody's familiar with and doing it that way? Well, I know that they did make other live action movies in Japanese. So there are other ones. It's like Light Returns and like a whole, you know, there's a whole bunch of different ones. I never got, I think... Maybe I watched the first one in Japanese with English subtitles, but I don't think they ever dubbed them into Mm. English. I think they were faithful to the anime as best they could be. This one, they were actually allowed to do some different things. So that's why this one's a little bit, yeah, that's why this one's a little bit different. But I don't know. I didn't hate this as much as everyone else. Sure, I'm going to turn on the anime before turning on this movie again. I didn't think so this was a waste of my time. Would you watch it again? I did. I watched it three times. But that's because I wanted it? to be ready for this, though, too. So If it wasn't on Netflix, would you own it? Would you have paid to see this? I would have paid for the first time. Okay. I don't know if I would have paid for the next couple, whatever. Mm. Okay. But I thought Willem Dafoe was awesome. I thought they did Ryuk pretty well, you know. <sighs> I liked Mia. I thought she was good. I mean, super attractive. What I think was the funny part that I kept on picking up all the time, was did you notice how much saliva you could see in their mouths all the time? It was so weird. I don't know why that happened or why that was a choice. I don't know. But almost any time you could see like spit going out of their mouths and there was always like saliva attached from her bottom lip to her top teeth. It's just, I I don't know. I notice things. It's just, it's me. I notice things. But look, we haven't even gone into... So basically, Light finds the notebook. Ryuk tells him what he can do with the notebook. He starts using it. He starts killing bad guys or what he deems to be bad guys. Very similar in the anime. They both see something live on TV. And they're like, this can't be real. Let me try it out. And it's such a blatant bad person. It's a person who's taken hostages. You know, it's something like that. So they right. kill the person and they realize, oh shit, I do have the power to do this. So it happens very similar in both of those. Like I said, okay. 
the Mia and Misa story is much different. So Mia is a girl that he has a crush on. He ends up telling her in the movie what the Death Note is, and she's all about it. And what I liked about her story was, at one point, she goes, Light, I'm a dumb cheerleader. My life has meant nothing until I met you because now I'm doing something. And I like that. I think that, I think the notebook gives her life meaning. I think a lot of women feel that the notebook gives life meaning. Ian? By the way, women out there, I'll give your life meaning. Ayo. Come on, Kelly. Come on. Ian hates plug. (laughs) Just wait for love. (laughs) Seriously, though, I do think for her character, that story arc makes sense. So you're saying that you should write to connect with every single teenager out there that hasn't done anything with their life yet because they haven't had a life yet. You're right. That does make sense. Kelly, stop reading my journal. But I know where you keep it. It's such a good read. Mm, That was Mm. weird. Mm. Anyway, so I liked Mia's character. I thought the father was fine. You know, they changed some things. Light's family, like, I think, and this is what I think Alex was bringing up, which I mentioned before. I think in order to force the movie along a little bit, you had to give the story backstory that the original anime didn't. So in the anime, sure, Light's father is also a police officer, but he has a sister and a mother. His mother's not dead. His mother was not killed by a renegade criminal that keeps on getting off and, you know, oh, we can never catch him. So that's obviously the first person he kills in the movie. Right. Well, second, technically, because of the bully. But that doesn't happen in the anime because you want to show that Light is a sociopath, maybe even psychopath. So they don't show that here because technically throughout the entire movie, if you look at it one way, Light doesn't do anything wrong. He only kills bad people. He's not the one who kills the FBI agents. That's Mia. And Mia brings that up. She's like, you need me to do the dirty work. Because sure, it's easy to kill criminals. It's not easy to do what has to be done to continue doing what you're doing. Right. So I like that. I think that's fine. I think that's looking at it a different way where Kira or Light in the anime kills fucking everybody. Like he starts as, yeah, sure, I'm going to kill only bad people. Once L comes after him, he's like, fuck that. L, you're going down and I'm going to kill everyone around you till I get to you. Because I'm Kira, this is my world. Right. Where in the movie, it's more Mia wants to be Kira. Mia wants the control. She wants her life to have meaning, which she derives from the notebook. It's a story that works for a movie, but it would be more interesting to watch these characters fully develop over a longer period. Agreed. And that's why you have animes. That's why you have 37 episodes. That's why Bleach is like fucking 400 episodes. That's why Dragon Ball Z is fucking thousand plus episodes. Right. You can continue on. So I totally agree. If they wanted to really put the time and effort into this, this should have been a live-action remake of the anime, which they could have done. Now, it would not have captured audiences, though, no matter what anyone thinks. Death Note is slow. Not slow in a bad way. It's slow in the, you are going to get character development, I'm going to make a move. It's a chess game. That's what Death Note is. Death Note is a huge chess game. So what you're saying is that I have to wait three seasons to see dragons? 
Because that's pretty much what you just Spoiler described. alert. Oh. What, am I supposed to live in a world where there are no dragons? <laughs> oh, community. I love you so much. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Mm. So Mia and Light go on their tirade. L shows up, and he is a young detective who is basically born to do this kind of thing. He covers his face because he has an idea that in order for Kira to be able to kill you, for some reason he has to know your name and face. Now, this is where things, even in the anime, it gets a little bit like, why would you think that? Because that doesn't go by any laws of nature whatsoever. But the way people are dying, though, too, doesn't necessarily go along with nature as well. So you have to think that there's something supernatural going on. Yeah, but they kind of touch on this with the movie is the fact that this kid was kind of raised by something else. So he'd have an skewed point of view on what is probably happening anyway. Which ends up being true. He's able to look through the facts. He puts specific bad guys in the register for bad guys, whatever, whatever police thing they have. And when he starts getting hits off of it. He realizes that some of the people that have killed themselves in weird ways are coming from Seattle where there's only those specific live broadcasts there. And it's the same thing that happens in Japan in the anime. Hmm. Kira kills people that were only shown in his district. Yeah, his prefecture. Exactly. And that's how he's found out because he doesn't realize the power of the book until he finally starts using it. He wasn't as smart at the beginning as he is later on. And it's exactly the same thing that happens in the movie. Hmm. So that's why I'm not exactly sure why everyone gets upset, because really the basic principles are still there between the anime and the movie. But sure, of course I'm going to want to watch the anime. And you're making faces. Tell me what you didn't like about the movie then. I'm coming at this with no background. Um, It just didn't do it. There wasn't anything special for me in this type of, it's a, thriller fantasy based horror like it was graphic like final fantasy uh, not final fantasy graphic like um final destination thank you yes they did add a couple of those for sure the ferris wheel at the end you know how the ladder splits the bully's face in half it off right sure yes it wasn't like that in the anime for sure the people jumping off the roofs to commit suicide that happened you know it's just yeah, basic stuff anyway though yeah it just wasn't a special particular horror movie for me. It was not that it was predictable, but I didn't find it scary right. at all. Um, I don't think you were supposed to. Yeah, it just okay. It's like a Grimm's fairy tale. It's a Twilight Zone episode. Yes, I could see that for sure. And look, you could also say, you know, having the Death Note is almost like the Purple Man, right? From Jessica Jones, which is scary. I mean, no matter what, you have no protection. If the person who has the death note has your name and face in their mind, they can make you do whatever they want for 48 hours. Right. So anyways, now Ryuk is getting a little bored because as soon as L starts focusing in on Light and Mia and, you know, that area of Seattle, because he kind of befriends the father a little bit. He's kind of narrowing down who Kira is. Light wants to stop doing it. And Mia's like, no. You know, you can't stop. We have to keep doing this. She steals a page of the Death Note. What she does is she ends up killing the FBI agents that are supposed to be searching for Kira. At this point, Light thinks it's Ryuk with a loophole to the Death Note. who went rogue. Right. But 
Ryuk doesn't have to answer to anyone. So he just plays along with it. He's like, dude, I don't fucking care. Like, I didn't put your name. You're never going to put my name in the death. And that's another thing, too. Ryuk's name never has a chance of, like, in the anime, I don't even think Light threatens him with that. You can't put a death god's name in the death in note. In book. Right. But a death god can die other ways. But it's not by putting right, his not, name in there. doesn't need to be covered in this movie. Right. 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 So, obviously, Ryuk goes along with it because what the fuck does he care? And he's just having fun eating the fucking apples. He loves apples. And that's in the anime, too. So, I'm glad they brought that to the nice. movie. That's fine. So, it turns out, obviously, Mia was the one who killed the FBI people. Now, L basically knows for sure that it's light, but he can't prove it. Right. And there's a little give and take. I would have liked more at the coffee shop. I liked light stayed around and asked him the question like, so how do you think he's doing it? Right. Like, I like that. I just would have wanted more because that scene is very pivotal in the anime and the manga. Like, I've actually seen the manga part of that because it's very, very well written. The back and forth between the two of them. Hmm. But Light basically figures it out. He finds, he tries to get Watari. It's Watari. Watari is how yeah, you say it. So it is. Watari is like L's, almost like a father figure to him, but he's the one, he's his watcher. Well, he's L's Alfred. Yeah, he's a, yeah, he's a butler. He's whatever. Obviously, Light tries to use him to find out what L's real name is. Because L, in order to bring him in, which is done in the anime as well, he shows his face. He does a lot of things, the same as the father goes out in front of everyone and all the television cameras and says, Kira, you're a coward. No matter how many people you kill, one of us is going to come after you. Even if you strike me down now, someone's going to come up in my place. And obviously, Light doesn't want to kill his father. So that's a huge, like, whoa, green light. Right. But Mia says, hey, we should fucking kill your father because he is daring you right now to do it and of course light's like no way and that's where Mia's already crossed over that line of she will do whatever it takes to continue using the notebook and at one point Ryuk even says give the notebook to Mia because she's more fun than you right exactly she's willing to do what's take yeah but why would light do it when he doesn't trust her enough and that's the whole thing too there's no trust between them so why would he give her the notebook when his name could be written down just as easily. Understandable. Because it doesn't happen in the movie where if you give the notebook away, you forget everything about the dead. Right. You know. Right. So things start to heat up a little bit. L has Light's house ransacked when he can't find Watari. Watari goes off to this weird warehouse and can't find what L's name is, and then for some reason gets killed by the police, but it really doesn't do anything for the storyline no matter which way he died right it would not have mattered to the storyline except that it pisses l off because l's right. like obviously kira who's light killed you know my only friend or whatever right so that sets l off now l doesn't use guns but he got a gun because he's gonna kill kira light also finds out because they have a prom which doesn't happen in the anime either but they have a prom where I think, actually, by the way, the music choices, I think, were really oh good in this movie. God. I love yeah. the music because it was so haunting and so inappropriate for the moments yeah. that they were having. Yes. I thought that was really well done. So she basically, Mia, tells her plan 
because as he goes off to go ahead and find what L's name is, you know, he's talking to he's talking to Watari at, before he dies. He realizes that Mia set it up because he was going to burn the page, but the page is gone. Right. Because he didn't want him to die. You know, even not finding it, he was not mad at Watari. He was like, oh, I'm going to burn this page. She steals the page so that he can't because she writes his name in the notebook and says, if you don't give me the notebook by midnight, your heart will stop. If you give me the notebook, I will burn the page. So I didn't want you to burn it for Watari because I'm going to burn the page for you. Right. It's a fun little blackmail kind of back and forth thing. And I will say this, when we get into this back and forth with them at the end, Mm -hmm. I think it's, it has great foresight and it's written really well that they've connected it all and it shows his intelligence. Yes. It's just sad that they do it in the last five minutes of the movie. Right. See, in the anime, he's doing that shit from beginning to end. So you're like, right. holy shit, this motherfucker's smart as fuck. Like, you don't want to fuck with him. You don't want to be on his bad side. It has that Sherlock Holmes feel where, like, I'm already four steps, five steps ahead of you. Right. This is where I'm planning on this. This is where this will go because this is how I've planned for it to go. I guess what I liked in the movie a little bit was that he didn't want to go to that place. He wanted to believe that Mia loved him. He wanted to believe that they could be together. But once he's backed into a corner, it's like, fuck you. Here's a great plan. Oh, yeah. He only left out one detail that is his undoing. Right. If he had just had someone that he knew go look in her house and get that fucking calculus book, Everything would have been different. That's the one thing he forgot. But we'll get to that. So he comes back to the prom. Mia basically, you know, tells her story, you know, like, hey, I want the notebook. I wrote your name down. Just pass it off to me and everything will be fine. And that's where she uses my favorite line of the movie. Now, do you remember what it is? I don't. You don't get to feel superior for being a pussy. That is a really good line, actually. That is a good fucking line. That's a really good line. Yeah, because she's basically telling him, I had to save you from you. Yeah. You don't want to do this. You don't want to be the bad guy. But that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to save us. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. So now he's written a bunch of stuff in the notebook that you don't know about at this time. He goes running off. L chases him. L's basically got him with his hands up. He's going to kill him or take him into the office, whatever. Take him into the police department, whatever. Some cook or whatever comes out into the alley and basically L says, hey, call the police or do whatever. This is Kira. And the cook hits L over the head and is like, God, Kira. And then light runs away. Now, they didn't go into as much about how much people love Kira, which they do in the anime. People love that bad people are being killed. Right. They love it. They fucking love it. And they worship him like he is a god. So this showed a little inkling of what it meant to be in that position. So I like that they did that, though I wish it had been more. Like, it should have been a public spectacle that, like, people are very happy to know that Kira is killing bad people. Yeah, I mean, they could have easily cropped in 30 seconds of a scan of something. I mean, they touch on it with, like, a news monologue kind of a deal, but... Not to, I mean, it's, you know, it's religious icons figure saying to denounce because it's a false entity or whatever, which is interesting, but. No, very true. Very true. But yeah, no, I would have actually liked something where it was like a whole city block and people are walking around and there's a showdown between L and Kira 
and people take Kira's side, like people step in front of him. So it's I am Spartacus. Yeah, seriously. I would have done something like that for sure to show okay. the power that Kira is supposed to wield in the public eye. Right. Because public perception is so important. Right. And that's a big part of the movie, or supposed to be anyways, and definitely in the anime. Hmm. So Light gets away. He meets Mia at this big Ferris wheel that's very out of place. I don't know why in Seattle they have a huge Ferris wheel on the dock. Well, that's what that's Santa Monica Pier in California. It's the same. They go up to the top. West Coast thing. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Damn it. (laughs) It's just a West Coast thing. Continue. Gotcha. So they go up to the top of the Ferris wheel. And there she's like, hey, give me the book. And he's like, look. He goes, if you love me. Don't take the book. Let's run away. And this was a little hokey. But I thought the tear was good. I think I think what the movie did well was at one point in the movie, she does tell him. And it's after she says she'll kill his father. <laughs> she says she loves him. They don't show a sex scene or anything. But at the top of the Ferris wheel, they have a similar thing happen where she starts crying. And she's like, I love you so much. It's hard to tell. Does she actually love light? Or does she love the power or the meaning that she gets from the notebook? Right. And you can't really tell because as Light's father comes up to the bottom of the Ferris wheel, she grabs the notebook. And right there, she thinks everything's going to be okay because she's going to burn the page and they're going to go off and do whatever. But Light has gone ahead and put a stipulation in the notebook that if she grabs it, she will die. And then it's this whole elaborate thing that he wrote in there where the Ferris wheel is going to collapse and he's going to fall and she's going to fall. Now, this only happens if she grabs the notebook. Right. It's not in the notebook that she will grab it. It's if she grabs the notebook, which she did, which sets forth this whole final destination thing. Yeah. They both fall out as she falls and grabs the death note. The death note allows the page to come out that has his name. That gets engulfed in flames. She falls, hits the coastline or whatever, the flowers and all that kind of shit. He falls into the water. Then he put it in that a couple of the very bad people that were on this website made for Kira to kill people. One comes in who's a doctor, saves him, and then puts him into a coma. Another, I think a pedophile, picks up the notebook, takes it with him, uses it for the next 48 hours to kill people on the news, hence making it seem like Kira is still working while he's in a coma, basically leaving him of any suspect. Perfect alibi. And then the notebook is returned to him, and both of them commit suicide. Right. But it worked out perfectly. So he's now in the hospital bed. He's got the death note. His father comes in and says he knows who he is. And it took the father a long time, but it also kind of takes the father a long time in the anime as well. Because how, first of all, do you believe in a supernatural being to also be your son who's killing all these people? Right. So it is tough. I understand that it'd be tough for a father to believe that. But finally, he's like, how did you do it? And Light kind of goes into it, but they're cutting to L. Being basically, you know, fired or whatever, whatever you want to call it for whatever his detective thing is. But he remembers what Light said when basically he had the gun to him. He mentioned the calculus book. So he goes to Mia's house, finds the calculus book, finds the page of the death note. And you see him, and I thought this was a really good scene. 
he's not only is that weird music playing in the background, which was so inappropriate <laughs> for what they were doing, but there's a picture of Light and Mia in Mia's room. He's got the page. He grabs a pen angrily, and he's going back and forth of, should I write his name? Should I? And he's not saying it. He's just looking at the page. Should I write it? Should I write it? And they cut back to Light in the bed. And he's talking about the lesser of two evils with his father, which was something that was brought up at the beginning of the movie. Right. The father asked a very poignant question, I thought, which was, well, which one are you? And at that moment, Ryuk is laughing hysterically and he goes something like, you humans are so interesting. Yes. And it cuts. Yeah. Because, and here's the thing, I don't think people, I think people are so steadfast in having to have, and look, I just did The Dark Tower with Gray from the band Charlatan. We did two and a half, no, it was two hours. It was a long fucking episode. It was great. Wow. Where we're talking about like, look, you don't have to do the books exactly in the Dark Tower, but you need the concept of it. And then why would you do this? Why would you do that? In the anime, L is never compromised. If he had the Death Note, he would not use it. In here, L is driven so insane that it seems like he's going to, basically he's going to throw his principles and his morals out to kill Light because that's the only way in his mind he's going to get justice. So they don't say that it actually happened. But if Ryuk is laughing and saying you humans are so interesting, most likely he just wrote his fucking name in the Death Note. Okay. I do understand why people don't like it. But I also think if you really analyze it and you look at some of the different changes they made, because I believe, if I'm not mistaken, I read something with the creators and they liked the ending of the movie. Now, maybe they're just saying that because they don't want to be like, oh, fuck this. They ruined our vision. Like, maybe. But they did come out and say they really liked the twist at the end. And I think that is a good twist based on the way the anime is. Light is so infuriating to L that L has to compromise his principles to get justice. And once again, lesser of two evils. Is it better that Light dies? Or is it better that Light continues to be Kira? Interesting. And that's the movie. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I don't think we really missed anything. No, yeah, that pretty much covers most of it. Sure, wasn't the greatest. I could imagine putting it on in the background, but I will always recommend the anime. I'm sure people who read the manga first will recommend the manga. Awesome. Like, I think either way, you're good, because I think the storyline is very similar between the two. I think both endings are actually really mm. good in the manga and the anime. The ending here, I think, was okay. actually good, too. Yeah, but the ending here is predictable, because, I mean, every horror movie kind of ends this way. Is it actually dead, or is it still alive? Like, it's, it's still that kind of a flip coin thing. Even if they hadn't, if they just had ended with L with the page and I had Ryuk laughing or whatever, I would have been fine with that. Right. So that's all I'm saying. I think that ending works. Okay. But who knows? Maybe people are super pissed at me for telling you this, but I know the anime. I've watched the anime multiple times. I didn't hate this movie. I think if you look for the good things in this movie, you'll see them. I think if you only look for the bad things, I think you'll see those. Understandable. So is there anything that you want to cover that was missed? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, but I mean we kind of knew you were going to take the lead on this anyway because I have no reference for the anime I take the lead on all these <laughs> yeah for the most part I like it yes we know you like to be led it's, easy. it's true it's easier making fun. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, I probably won't watch it again. I'm intrigued by the anime now just because of how descriptive and animated you get when talking about it. Um, it's not horrible, but it's not a rewatch, and I'm happy I didn't pay for it. And that's the thing. We all pay for Netflix, so it's like, hey, you can watch it, you can not. I mean, I see people that I know watch the fucking shittiest of movies. This is not the shittiest of movies. Yeah, no. no matter what you say, I know people are really super pissed and I see everyone saying, oh, I just wasted so much of my life. You've wasted your life on a lot more. A lot more. <laughs> sure, this isn't Game of Thrones. But hey, you can watch something that at least has an interesting concept in it. I think that's death. And really, that's what got me into Death Note in the first place was I like anime already, but this is a non-fighting anime. It's... This is an interesting concept. Ends justify the means. Lesser of two evils. Which is better? How can you shape the world if you had this kind of power? And I look at this as this is Rick and Morty and this is a Twilight Zone episode. And it's cursed and evil and don't touch it because you'll get fucked over in the end. If you're going to kill someone, grow a pair of balls. Just go out and do it yourself. But then you're going to hell. If you believe in that. See, that's always a funny thing. Okay, let's talk about Supernatural, right? The show. Right. Sam and Dean know there's a fucking heaven. They know there's a fucking hell. How do you still worry about anything when you know there's a heaven to go to? And clearly, Sam and Dean should be going to heaven. Now, they fuck things up in the timeline a lot in, what, 12 seasons or whatever? Jesus. They're not, like, welcome anywhere. But in general, once you know there's a heaven, for sure, wouldn't your goal in life to be going to heaven? So in the Death Note, if the Shinigami shows up and says, hey, you haven't used the Death Note, but if you do, you don't go to heaven, you don't go to hell. Right there, you know there's a heaven and you know there's a hell. So you can make that decision of, I'm not going to use it, I know there's something I can strive for, which is heaven probably. You see what I mean? People do that in shows all the time and I don't understand how there's still any type of fight because once you know wouldn't you go for that one? No. See, that. yes and no. I mean, in the theory, that's what you should be doing, but you're looking at different personalities and different egos. It's still one of those, I'm willing to risk this because I'm right in this moment and I'm proving it to you. Look, I would always rather reign in hell than serve in heaven. No, oh, fuck yeah. I mean, that's a great quote. Fun. I don't even know who did that. Maybe it was like Dio or someone. <laughs> I'd imagine. I love that quote. I think that's great. But really, though, if you knew for sure that there was a heaven, I don't know why you wouldn't strive for it. Because isn't that one of the whole points of religion is just the non-belief in something? If you know it's there, your belief is automatic. Then it's not pure, though, because then it's purely self-interest anyway, though. Well, that's one of the that's points just one of religion, of those, right? I go to church just in case. That kind of makes you a shitty person. You should go to church because you believe in why you're going into it, not because you're hedging your bets and you hope you won't go to hell. A lot of religion is hedging your bets. Yeah, all of them mostly. That's the whole thing of like, I, I'll live my life evil until I'm on my deathbed and then I'll renounce and say that I love Jesus or whatever. And then you get... Oh, no, yeah. How all the people on death row suddenly find God is very interesting. Yeah, because they're hedging their bets. Right. So that's kind of the way I look at it. But I always thought that was funny in things where you're supposed to guarantee that there is a heaven, you would think that would be the goal. Because you can no longer say, I don't believe in God, I don't believe it. it happened, they are true. Right, they've been proven. That's kind of the way I look at it is, with the Death Note, 
maybe taking the purgatory and ruling as a god is worth doing it. Interesting. But I think in real life, you would get away with it. As long as you didn't start having hundreds of people commit suicide at the same fucking time. Genocide, right. If you killed five people a day and they didn't know you, you could get away with that for your entire life. Yeah, but more people die in Chicago a day. Yeah, no, it could easily be passable. If you looked at stats of how people die Mm. and you just followed those stats, you could get away with killing people for the rest of your life. Yeah. Uh, I believe that person's called the Zodiac Killer. Oh. I never watched that movie. Well, the actual truth behind it is a little bit more interesting. I've not seen the movie either. It was never caught, right? Um, No, yeah. Oh. And I'm a huge serial killer fan, so that's kind of fun No shit, of course you are. (laughs) What a surprise. Uh, yay, most evil. Anyway. <laughs> All right, Kelly. Terrifying show. Yes. Would you recommend Death Note to people? Not if you've seen the anime, but it might inspire you to be intrigued by the anime now. Right. I would recommend it so that people could get an idea of what the anime is like. And even if you've seen the anime, I still don't care. Watch the fucking movie because what else are you going to do? <laughs> and you can bitch and you can complain and it doesn't matter. Because at least they tried. I would say they tried. Look, the great thing about Netflix, and I hope they do this with more things, is bring back tons more stuff like this. Oh, yeah, independent. Independent movies. Do any of this shit. Like, we already don't have original ideas. So if you're at least not going to do an original idea, then redo the things that I like and see if one of them hits. Hmm. Okay. I hope they don't ruin things. Like, that movie certainly did not ruin Death Note for me. It made me think about Death Note more. Right. So I wouldn't care if they made a sequel, you know, where L is doing something with the notebook or the notebook passes on to someone else and, you know, whatever. That's fine. I don't give a shit. Well, that's kind of the fun thing with those kind of props, though, is you can easily do like sequels and stuff with completely different characters because the whole prop is the whole point of the show. Yes, very true. And then they can add new rules. And I mean, there are tons of rules that we didn't even get into well, we didn't get into all the warnings inside the the, bi- the inside the the backing of it too, because I thought it was interesting that people had written in on it, like you know how you write in your textbooks bullshit, that that was written into it to give you a little bit more. Hey, just to give you a heads up, he's going to try to do this kind of bullshit or whatever, or this will happen if you try to do it this way. Oh no, I didn't see that. Yeah, they touch on that. Do they really? Yep. Oh, I missed that then. Because he even says something to the demon, and the demon's like, "Yeah, it's whatever." Yeah, look, they do a lot of different things. Like as soon as. Mia touches the Death Note, she should be able to see Ryuk. That's another thing. She should, because she technically is using it. I know she's not the owner, but I believe those are the rules. Okay. I think she should be able to see him, and that would have been cool. I would have liked a whole exchange between the two of them because it would seem like Mia would do well with Ryuk. Right. I'd like to see the three of them talking about stuff. Good conversation. Absolutely, yeah. So there are little things I think that could have made this better. I'm not going to argue with people that says, you know, hey, it's not like the anime. Sure. Understood. Completely understood. We all know everyone should watch the anime. 37 episodes. Go at it. It's fucking great. (laughs) Like, just go do it. So where would we see this? Would this be on Crunchyroll or is it on Netflix? It used to be dubbed on Adult Swim. Okay. You can buy them dubbed, I believe, as well. And then I believe the sub version is on Netflix. Mm. So... I personally, I like watching the sub version when you can, you know, when you can devote that time. I like the dub versions of things because of the voice actors, because I recognize them for other things. Right. 
But in general, the sub version is going to be as good as the dub version. Like, it's not an action one. But there is blood. I mean, it's not as gory. as It's not a Final Destination type thing. But people do die. Right. That's a given. I guess one of the big things is let's recommend the anime. Because you should definitely go watch that for sure. And then maybe the movie will make a little more sense. I just, I don't get all the hate for it. Like, I was looking around at articles that were just like, this is the worst thing to ever happen to anime. I'm like, what the fuck oh, are you talking Lord. about? Like, seriously, let's let's calm down, people. There's plenty of stuff going on in the world. This wasn't that bad. Yeah, no, I mean, Pokemon's the worst thing that's ever happened to anime. It's a good point. But yeah. Oh, speaking of um, Japanese influential, um, we will be covering Power Rangers at some point, right? I watched half of it on a plane. Really? I was actually surprised at how dark they went. Oh, Wait a second. What are they doing here? All right. I think we're done. We're going to do yes. Spider-Man coming up. We're going to do yes. We're going to do the movie spoiler edition of Dark Tower. Yes. From an outsider's perspective from Kelly. Yes. Because she's never yep. read the books. So that'll be interesting to people. No book spoilers in that. It'll just be movie spoilers. Yeah, I've just read the comic books. And then we are also going to do another two-part story for It. Because we're going to do <laughs> the outsider version from Kelly, which will have movie spoilers. But then I'm going to have Gray Sorensen from Charlatan come back. You know, after Dark Tower, he's going to do it with me because we have both read the books. So we're going to do book spoilers and movie spoilers in the same one. Yay! So I have to rewatch the first one. Yay! And watch the second one. Yay! Remember, the second one's just going to be a part one because they're only doing the loser's tale. It's only when they're kids. Really? Yep. So there's still going to be the adult version that comes out a year from now or whatever. <laughs> Yay, Hollywood. Good job. But yeah, we'll choose some other movies coming up. I don't know what the schedule is besides It. I think that's the only thing really on my radar. Spider-Man, Dark Tower, It. A lot of changes are happening with all the Ian Hates shows. So we have to get to that. I do want to mention we do have a Patreon account now. Woohoo! Patreon.com slash Ian Hates. You can donate to the shows because Kelly and I put a bunch of money into all this yeah. stuff. Yay. So it's always nice. We have not only equipment costs, but we also have editing programs. We have marketing. We have monthly web service fees. Like we have all that shit. So mm-hmm. if you enjoy what we do, please feel free to donate. Patreon.com slash Ian Hates. And right now it's just for donating. But if you tell me certain tiers that you want, we can work special things out of what Kelly will do for you. <laughs> I'm putting that on a t-shirt. It sounded like I was going to be like, oh, yeah, I'll do something. <laughs> no, nope. There's no way. Like, there's so many. Yeah, I don't have enough of the skeleton in his closet to make him do shit yet, but I'm working on it. And you'll never know anything. <laughs> <sighs> the laughter covers the fear. Sure. So... Also, make sure to go to our Twitter, our Instagram, our Facebook. For Twitter and Instagram, it's Ian Hates Podcast. For Facebook, it's Ian Hates. Please follow us. Go to YouTube. Just look up Ian Hates. The URL sucks. Yes. If we get over 100 subscribers, I can start putting movies into that. So you can listen on YouTube with pictures and all that kind of shit. Oh, yeah. I need over 100 to do the customized URL. So I need that for all that stuff. Otherwise, I'm not going to do it. Because I'm not going to have like a fucking 50-letter long thing and have 50 things that people can search for. I want a customized URL. 
Exactly. So you guys really need to, to click into this because I even have some fun ideas when it comes to YouTube and us doing these things. So sign up, sign up, sign up, please. Other than that, is there anything you'd like to plug, Kelly? Um, You can always find me at Nerdy Girl Ivy on Instagram as well as Facebook. Um, It's been slow this summer because I've been working and I haven't been pimping as much as I normally do. Oh, but sure. we are getting into Ren Fair season and uh, there will be some fun stuff coming out of that. Fun stuff coming out of things. Woo! Woo! Yeah, I think that's it then, Kelly. We are back. Do you have any final words for everyone? I, I don't, not at this moment. You are the worst. You had so long to pick a sign-off, and you still can't do it. No, I think that is my sign-off. Yeah, I got nothing to say. <laughs> and I will leave you the way I always do, long days and pleasant nights. Thanks, everyone. I thought